What up, what up? My name is Mateo. Welcome back. Good to be with you guys today. Um, so everyone's talking about the markets. Everyone's a little bit down and out. Um, we're going to make a video later this week of a Bitcoin bro who just kind of lost the faith. And um, somebody should go tell him about the hotline that you need to call if you're feeling a little bit itchy under the skin. You know what I mean? So he's not feeling it, and a lot of people aren't feeling it right now. The crypto markets are pretty rough. And, um, you know, I, I typically don't talk about price too much here on the channel because uh, I tell you it's not relevant. But frankly, this may be our last video. Uh, because I'm now bankrupt, basically. <laughs> I mean, I'm joking, I'm joking. But, uh, you know, the great thing about Monero is that nobody knows how bankrupt you are, <laughs> you know? And so we got to take our wins whenever we can find them. But seriously, the price doesn't really matter too much to me. I think it's a dip that is very attractive. Now, I don't know where the bottom of this dip is, because unfortunately, the market seems to follow Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin's the market leader for cryptos, and unfortunately, again, because the crypto market is so degenerate and crypto land is so degenerate and all people care about is the gains and the tendies, um, these things are not valued uh, in any kind of fair market way. Well, that's not the right way to put it. They're not valued based on the value that they actually provide to people. Uh, it's just valued based on people's speculative fervor. And so, um, you know, it's then influenced by everything else that's going on in the market, which is just madness, right? There is no real price discovery. Uh, that's going on in the market because the Fed sets the interest rates and everyone's worried right now that they're going to be raising interest rates, which is why everything's selling off uh, that uh, tightens liquidity. And so that's less money going into our favorite cryptos. And, um, you know, it's whatever. It's not too big a deal to me. Seth for privacy had a pretty good take on that. I'm going to have to pull that up uh, because I want to give you guys some encouragement. But, yeah, we just are going to do a short little news thing today. Uh, just some updates I want to give you guys. Some cooler videos come in later this week, but they're going to be a little bit more controversial uh, because you guys know I have some controversial takes on things. Uh, not only the Christian takes, which I have, which I think Christ and crypto is a much better slogan than free the markets, free the world, or fix the money, fix the world, or these other ridiculous things, which are obviously not true, but people kind of fall into in the crypto space to help pump their favorite cryptos, or they actually believe it. I think the Bitcoin bro we're going to talk about later this week actually believed that Bitcoin is going to save the world, but uh, you know we don't, we don't really believe that. That's one controversial take, and then the other controversial take is that crypto isn't really a store of value. It's meant to be a medium of exchange. You know, that's why they called it cryptocurrency. They didn't come out and call it crypto gold. They called it cryptocurrency. There are implications to that. And, you know, the last person that I really heard express emphatically that this was the case and it wasn't meant to just, you know, make you rich and, uh, you know, do all this other stuff was John McAfee. God bless his soul. Rest in peace. Um, he said, like, it's not meant to get rich. It's meant to free us from central bank cartelization and enslavement. And um, if we can transact with one another in a private way with a trusted accounting system where the numbers are fungible and can be trusted, then we have much more freedom than we otherwise had before, which was the whole goal of crypto. But it's been perverted by, you know, grifters and things like this. But we're trying to bring that OG spirit back, and we'll get to that later this week. But um, today, we're just going to talk about victories. And you guys have talked about how I need to keep the same like ratios or stuff like this. Guys, I'm working on this the best I can. I'm not a tech guy. <laughs> and thank you uh, for the person who commented saying they actually like the camera. So, you know, maybe we're going to keep the setup. Maybe the setup is okay. Um, as long as we get the intel out, right? But 
some good news on this front. And this is something that I'm going to actually start doing um, to make this more of a communal effort because I love corresponding with you guys, and I think we're all on the same page for the most part with a lot of the stuff going on. Uh, I'm going to start promoting people who are actually doing the work to get this stuff out on the streets because this dude is rocking and rolling Hyundai housing. Um, he came up with Monero Marketing Monday. Let's go. Tomorrow is the first Monero Marketing Monday. It's the day where every Moneroian, Monerian, just say Monero, bro, bro, <laughs> will tell someone about Monero who did not know Monero before. This way we can reach so many new people, introduce them to the concepts, and send their first Monero. Rock on, dude. So uh, I think that's a great initiative. What do you guys think? If you guys do that, if you guys... Get out there and maybe you take a picture with somebody. Well, we're private, right? If you report on you know, a business or something like that, which just adopted Monero or just somebody that you introduced to this stuff, let me know and I'll give you a shout out. So let's do that. And by the way, speaking of shout outs, I need to give a shout out to the patrons. I always do it at the end of the show. I should really do it at the beginning. Josh, Lutz, uh, Ken, and Ronan, thank you again for supporting the channel. Just wanted to give that shout out and thank you all for continuing to support ours. Uh, and whatever do we do. So he he said that today I onboarded a newbie to Monero and I sent him her. Oh, he's keeping them private. Uh, I sent. Bro, we have a word for this. Them. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, one euro in Monero. I think he's German. Let's call the first Monero Marketing Monday a success. Yes, rock on, brother. And uh, Doug down here is talking about uh, onboarding some noobs in Miami. Miami. <laughs> Which, by the way, are you guys going to Monerotopia? Are you guys going? Because Doug's Monerotopia is going to be pretty rocking, but I got to see if I can make it because I already have to take time off in tax season to go to a bachelor party and uh, maybe go to a wedding. You can't take time off during a tax season. You can't take too much time off. I mean, it's just too busy. And given that the conference is April 7th, which is basically the last week of tax season where you know, ish gets crazy, then, you know, it's kind of hard to make it. I really want to make it. I want to meet a lot of you. That would be a lot of fun, but um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. But if you guys are going to make it, let me know. I'm just curious. So he onboarded some people too. Again, let me know if you guys do. I onboarded somebody. Well, not really. It's just a buddy of mine who already knew about Monero, but he's starting up. Um, well, he's had a crane company for a while now, and he did a lot of crane services in Australia. He's my buddy Jesse, who's also the trader bro that I bring up multiple times, who tells me about what's going on on the charts, what's going on the stars. I call these people crypto astrologers or uh, chart astrologers or whatever. Crypto Tweety had a pretty good name for these people. I forgot what it was, but they're divinatory uh, prophets, right? Who are wrong like 90% of the time. Jesse was right, actually. Jesse said when Bitcoin was going under 60 and the market cap was going under that $1.9 trillion number. This was back in May of last year. He was like, bruh, I think we should get out. These charts like awful, mate. And I'm like, nah, it's fine. Whatever, bro. Store value. No, I'm joking. Um, and I didn't listen. I didn't listen, but he was absolutely right. He didn't listen to himself either, <laughs> evidently. But uh, yeah, he is accepting Monero for payment. And I screwed this up, by the way. I meant to say Southeast United States. So if you're in the Southeast United States and you need crane services, let me know. He is a true Monero bro. He will take money for uh, his crane services. And by the way, apparently that is a very frequent thing that goes on in blue-collar industries, people taking cash. Um, a lot of businesses do like 
hundreds of thousands of dollars of sales, apparently, crane businesses, plumbing businesses, welding businesses, etc. And they take cash for like most of the services that they provide. And that's actually something that they try to do. And so, guys, next time you have a plumber at your house, next time you're getting any of these services, just ask them, hey, you ever hear of like Monero, which is like totally untraceable, totally private and awesome? Check it out. I would suggest doing that because uh, apparently that's a thing. So that's cool. Um, the next piece of news that I heard from Zenu, Zenu Monero, he's a Monero bro. Um, he reached out to Doug from Monero Talk and said, hey, this hedge fund founder speaks highly of Monero. I thought to myself, huh, that's interesting. And I read, oh, he, he has a thing down here. Check it out. So this is from, I think, a podcast done by QTR, Quit the Raven, which is a good podcast. I like, uh, I think his name is Chris. Uh, I like that podcast. There's a lot of great info on it. But he asked, what fiat currencies do you prefer to own, assuming you have to own one and why? So... I think he meant crypto here, but he says, I think crypto has had its bubble. It now needs to consolidate. There's far too much speculative interest for me. I sold out of my Bitcoin last spring for a 6x return, blah, blah, blah. Longer term, longer term. Remember, guys, we're all about... Excuse me. It's those dozen cookies that I ate. Um, we are long-term fundamentalists here. Okay, we're not, again, doing chart astrology. Our longer-term plays are so freaking solid, it's ridiculous. Gold, silver, Monero, uranium, Russian oil, gas. Um, look, we're ahead of the curve, guys. Just stick in there, okay? We're going to be right. And this is the first hedge fund manager that I've heard about which is getting into this stuff, or at least is saying that he's getting into this stuff. And I'm telling you as sure as I'm sitting here with the Panama paper leaks, with the Pandora paper leaks, billionaires are going to be looking for alternatives to hide their cash or to just get their cash off the grid. Um, and I think also that crypto hedge funds, do those exist or just hedge funds in general? I mean, I guess you have the dollar vigilante bros, but um, big players are going to start to wake up to this shift, which is happening because we're in a shift right now. Believe it or not, this shift has been going on for about a year and I caught on to this, not necessarily because of things I was reading on the internet or whatever. It just kind of hit me. You know, I was looking at all the fundamentals going on. I was sitting behind like, you know, a pizza hut smoking a cigarette waiting for a delivery to pop in. And I was like reading some Zero Hedge article, dooming out. And I was like, okay, so you're going to have like inflation. <laughs> you're going to have shortages. Uh, that means the black market's going to boom because they're going to have price controls on this stuff uh, because inflation is not very, you know, nice to those you know, political power. Uh, typically, they get voted out, and it's not a very good situation. And they want to institute price controls to make it look like they're helping the public. And so I thought about all these things. I'm like, what is a good black market currency? Because, you know, I like cash. You'd be otherwise be able to use that. But we're kind of like going into this cashless society, right? Where there's going to be a dearth of cash because we have CBDCs coming. Um, it looks like digital money is the future. I mean, yeah, you got gold, you got silver but what's digital cash? And I thought to myself, what's that crypto from like a few years ago that I checked out Monero? I wonder how that's doing. And I checked it out, learned about the dynamic block size, learned about all the cool developments in mining with uh, ASICs resistance with RandomX and with decentralized mining pools and Havano and all this stuff. I was like, dude, what is going on here? <laughs> this is wild. Same thing's going to happen with these billionaires. Same thing's going to happen with so many other people. 
right? And look at what this guy says. He says, longer term, I'm quite partial to Monero and own a few. It's what everyone thinks Bitcoin is. That's correct. Well, Bitcoin is actually something very different. He says very in all caps. Now, what is it? It's a surveillance system, right? As we talked about here on the channel, we don't need to reiterate that. The privacy aspect, along with the negligible transaction costs, will make Monero viable. Uh, it's out of consensus, but adoption continues to accelerate during the coming washout and risk assets. I intend to pick up some Monero. Bro, you're not supposed to tell anybody the first rule of Monero is you're not buying, right? Or <laughs> you're not telling your people. But a lot of people uh, do this on Twitter, whatever. Have a ball, but uh, yeah, we're going to see more of that. We're going to see more of that 100%. So check out Praetorian Capital. That's his uh, hedge fund, which is kind of cool. It's a global micro hedge fund. I've never heard of that. Cool. Uh, and the person who said that was Harris Cuppy Kupperman. Cool. So, yep, we're seeing more institutional interest. Um, you guys may recall that video that we did, goodness, what, three months ago about that one bank, very sketchy bank from like the UAE or something like this. Goldman Lamp, uh, they said that they were buying Monero for their clients. Uh, I don't know if that ended up being legit, to be honest with you. Like, I put, like, a pinned comment up there. I was like, hey, I actually don't know if this is legit. <laughs> like, this looks like a really sketchy organization here. Um, I think it ended up being legit, but there's something going on there. Uh, it is, like, some Saudi money laundering going on. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, um, more news that I want to talk about here, moving on to the next topic. This is just playing into what we've been talking about over the last couple of days. Again, I'm keeping you guys way ahead of the curve. While everyone's talking about... Oh, I'm losing so much money. Buy the dip, this and that. Money, money, greed. We're telling you what's going on behind the scenes that's going to be structuring, okay, the new crypto world order and Monero's place in it and why Monero is going to be like a trillion freaking dollars, okay? You guys have said consistently that, and not all of you, obviously, some of you, uh, but... Uh, You've said, some of you, that we're the most undervalued crypto channel on YouTube. Now, why is that? It's because we don't talk about what's going on right now. We're, or we are. How do I board this? It's because we're not talking about price. We're not talking about uh, you know, these ephemeral price movements. We're not talking about um, things that ultimately don't really matter. We're talking about the changing world that's happening right in front of our eyes and how it is that we can escape it uh, with our money and our lives intact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of you are aware of kind of the craziness which is going on and where things are headed. And it's good to be aware of this because it just makes us feel that much more stronger in our convictions that private digital cash is going to be unbelievably valuable in this new world that we're going into. Unbelievably valuable. So uh, it's kind of like me injecting hopium into you, but on a more philosophically astute and intellectual level, right? We're not looking at charts. We're looking at real developments going on in the world that's going to affect a lot of people. And this is one of those. Um, we were talking about the development of central bank digital currencies in the last video and how as those central bank digital currencies develop, there's going to be a concomitant increase in crackdowns of non-CBDCs crypto. Um, that's what's been going on in China. We noticed how Sweden is advocating to the EU a crackdown on proof-of-work mining, which essentially means Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum is moving over to proof-of-stake. They're essentially proof-of-work, I think, right now, though, still. Um, that 2.0 is taking quite a while. But Sweden is in development of their CBDC. 
and I think they're actually leading in development of their CBDC amongst all the EU countries. So it's just interesting to note that they are reaching out to the EU to try to ban the competition from the crypto they seem to be close to coming out with. Same thing with South Korea. They're pretty close. Russia, we saw, who just had a crypto crackdown over there. They are in development of their CBDC with Sverbank, with Gazprom Bank. And so this is a trend that we can anticipate to continue. This is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly important to keep note of. And we saw how the U.S. Fed, our central bank, came out with their report on cryptocurrencies and the digital dollar. Now, they say that they're going to be issuing surveys and they're going to test the waters to see how the public feels about the CBDC. Maybe they're not going to like it, in which case we're not going to do it, right? It's just nonsense. Of course, they're going to groom the public. They're going to just make up these surveys and say, oh, most of the public is very comfortable with the CBDC, actually. Isn't that great? So here you go. How about your 1984 world? So they're going to be moving in that direction. They're probably going to be the last to do it because they want to see how everybody else rolls theirs out because everybody else isn't as important um, as you know, the United States, which essentially runs the global financial system. So they're probably going to be the last ones to market for the CBDC. But check this out. U.S. Deputy uh, Treasury Secretary Adeyemo, I expect Congress to increase IRS money this year and that new crypto guidelines will be issued as soon as possible. So this is very interesting to note. These seem like unrelated sentences, but it's part of the same sentence. I expect the IRS to get more money and there's going to be new crypto guidelines. Okay, those are totally related, guys. I hope you know that. Um, And we've talked about that again here a lot on the channel. How in the Build Back Better bill, which thankfully didn't pass, they were going to raise the IRS funding to $80 billion over the next 10 years. And we had commented that former IRS officials had said, we don't even know what to do with all this money. $80 billion, that's insane. But they had said that they're going to use that money, or at least some of it, to develop their crypto tracing technologies and to develop their capacity to calculate people's tax liabilities on the blockchain, okay? So I need to pull this up right now uh, because this is just something that came to my mind that we need to consider uh, Atlantic... Yeah, here we go. Here we go. We need to go back to this. This is now my favorite website. (laughs) I'm probably going to look at this in every video that we do. Thank you, Money Today Show, for bringing this up because this is just so key. Um, Check this out. I missed this in the last video, but look at this over here in the right. Without new standards and international coordination, the financial system may face significant interoperability problems in the future. Okay, again, we were ahead of the curve in telling you that what they were going to do is they're going to set up an international tax code. They're going to embed that into computer code, and they're going to make that interoperable with public blockchain cryptos and probably the CBDC, which, you know, maybe all the country's CBDCs are interlinked with an SDR, uh, which is like a global currency, which is digital, which then is tied into this uh, interoperability scheme. So... We can anticipate that. And the IRS is probably going to be working on this with all that new money that they're getting. They're probably going to be working on how to develop softwares and technologies 
that can automatically develop estimates for people's tax liabilities on the blockchain. Um, again, do I even need to say how key Monero is here? Um, not necessarily because you want to evade taxes. We always recommend you pay your taxes here on the channel. But look, it's just they're going to be looking into everything, right? And they're going to have AI looking into this stuff. That's also something that we read in that article um, that we read a few months back that they were going to use artificial intelligence in order to capture this information on the blockchain uh, and use it so that the governments could get more money out of you. So that is something to note, man. That is something to note. Uh, this person, Unworry, uh, I don't know who they are, but they had a good point. They said, U.S. Deputy Treasury Secretary Adeyemo says new crypto rules are coming ASAP. And he expects to boost IRS funding. And then she says, big wallets will also be out of their ASAP. They're not interested in Bitcoin if it's regulated. That's not what I'm seeing. <laughs> but I know what she means. I know what she means. And with atomic swaps now essentially live for Bitcoin and Monero, I am anticipating much more flows going from Bitcoin into Monero. Now that Taproot is live on Bitcoin, which essentially makes Bitcoin transactions look like uh, all the same. Uh, you know, uh, an atomic swap transaction looks the same as, you know, a swap or a transaction where somebody's onboarding from the base layer to the Lightning Network or another layer two, or just a basic transaction, another day transaction. They all look uh, scripturally the same. And so people are going to be able to more privately move from Bitcoin to Monero without having to go through a centralized exchange, right? So more people, I think, are going to be doing that, um, especially as more regulation comes in, because it's going to get harder and harder and harder to not have your Bitcoin be non-KYC. The trend is towards KYC, and there are a lot of Bitcoin bros who want KYC to be integrated into Bitcoin. We were talking about a couple of days ago how a Swiss firm had made it so that you, your Bitcoin transactions were automatically FATF compliant using their software. Okay, so that's probably going to be integrated into uh, licensed wallets, into wallets that businesses have to use if they want to maintain regulatory compliance. And it's not just going to be in Switzerland, it's going to be global, right? And so uh, that's just the direction that Bitcoin's going to go. And you can anticipate that it's going to go in that way because Bitcoin was built with a backdoor which is that it's transparent by default. Um, that means that there's going to be an industry which pops up and lobbies the government because that industry can harvest that data and sell it to people and make use out of it. You know, this is one of our speculations about micro sa uh, Michael Saylor uh, of MicroStrategy. MicroStrategy is a data, a data intelligence firm. Sorry, I can't talk today. I'm tired. Um, and they're going to benefit a lot from being able to harvest that data and sell it to the U.S. government, which consists of their clientele. MicroStrategies, micro, uh, Michael Saylor's firm, um, works with the Justice Department, works with Homeland Security, the State Department. Seriously, look it up. We've done videos on this. And so that's just going to be the natural progression of Bitcoin, is regulatory capture. And if they can't capture it, as Ray Dalio said, they're going to kill it. Um, so this is something absolutely to note. People with a lot of money in this stuff, if they start to notice these trends of hedge fund managers getting into Monero and sort of realizing the value of this, dude, they're going to 
they're going to be first in. Seriously. They're going to plunge in, and then you're going to see this shift happen. We're early, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you we're early. We're early. We're early. Okay, so I'm going to just talk about one more thing before I get out of here because I'm evidently tired. Uh, I've integrated a lot of new things in my schedule, so I'm not getting as much sleep as I was. But check it out, guys. So this is just probably the most important part of our video here today. We have a new mascot. We have a new mascot, guys. Allow me to introduce you to Monero, bro. <laughs> Monero, bro. Um, Monero, bro, here, um, he is currently evading the feds. Uh, nobody knows where he is. He moves swarthily through pipelines, and he uh, is wanted for kidnapping people by moving through their plumbing systems, coming out of their toilet, and then sucking them into this toilet, and then he sells them to Bowser for Monero to eat <laughs> or something. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think of Monero, bro. We love Monero, bro, don't we? Monero, bros. I'm going to have to post this somewhere. Maybe I'm going to make this my profile picture. What do you guys think? Should I make uh, Monario um, <laughs> my profile picture? I don't know. I'm too tired to be funny right now. Let me know what you guys think. Post some comments about Monero Bro here. Let me know what you guys think. Come up with something funny. We're having fun here. All right. I'm going to sign off. I was a little bit off today. But I think we had some good content. Let me know. Like the content if you thought it was cool. Anything to talk about? Yeah, let me know, guys, about Monerotopia. Let me know, guys, about uh, your thoughts on Monero Bro there. Let me know about uh, other things that we talked about here. And remember to reach out to me if you're able to get someone from uh, Boomer World or Normie World or whatever. If you get them on board to Monero, let me know. Reach out, and I'll give you a shout-out here on the channel. Does that sound good? Does that sound mutualistic to you? So I'm going to sign off. And then go back to, uh, you know, munching on some cookies. Because I was at the dojo today. I started getting back at the dojo. And that's probably why I'm tired. It's just because uh, I've been working myself. Uh, the workouts that I mainly did over the last number of years. Not years. I can't even talk right You know what? I'm just going to get out of here. See you guys next time. God bless. Oh, and check out the social media. Check out the donation links. What else do I want to say? That's it. I'm out of here. That's it.